We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler alongside, in person, Toby Altizer. It's been too long, man. Been it, too long. it hasn't been long enough, some would say. <laughs> It's great to see you. <laughs> Good to see you as well. Toby and I are on assignment. Yeah. We're at uh, the warehouse for Carl's Place. So this is, a, they make golf simulators. They We've been playing on them throughout the day. We're taping if, this on Tuesday. If they call what you were doing, golf. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second, if we get to it. I suck. I, I've always told Toby I suck. Oh, my God. I've never sucked this much. Well, he brought a full out for me today, so it was a lot of fun, though. It was bad. All right, so a couple of things to talk to you about. Um, first of all, your commanders will beat the Eagles. Yeah, and that's the first time in a while that I felt like I saw them lay out a blueprint to win, which was running the football, dominating time of possession, and then coming up with some timely turnovers, and they actually executed it. So, I mean, I think they showed that until Jordan Davis comes back for the Eagles, there is a recipe to beat them. But I'm not sure if – I don't know when he's coming back, so I don't know if he'll play against the Packers. But I would assume that that's got to be the same sort of blueprint when Packers play the Eagles, try and run the ball, continue to go up the gut, force it to A.J. Dillon and force it to Aaron Jones, even when it seems like – because the commanders didn't run it very effectively. It was like 3.1 yards per carry. So it's not like they were just running it down their throats, but it was a consistent rushing attack. I think you add in some timely throws from Aaron Rodgers – it definitely makes them beatable. And so, I mean, we were looking at this Packers season as maybe being done, but sitting at where they're at, if you can get this game against the Titans, then you go and beat Philly, you're right back to 500. Yeah, so again, we're recording this on Tuesday. This is the Thursday show. There will be some Buck stuff after this, after they play the Cavs uh, that will be fresh. But I'm just looking ahead to like, so like, again, it's Tuesday and I'm just thinking against the Eagles, I need to see a heavy dose of Kylan Hill and I need to see a heavy <laughs> dose of Amari Rogers. No, those guys got cut. We saw. Oh uh, no. I think we needed less of anything of Amari Rogers. So thankfully we don't get any of that anymore. Well, weird with Kylan Hill. They were like totally friend zoning him a roster spot. Oh, you could be here. Oh, you're injured. Oh, oh, you're not. But I'm surprised they cut him. I like him Kylan? a lot. Kylan Hill. I mean, Amari Rogers, we all saw that come in, but. Kylan Hill, I thought, would maybe have a spot considering there's some uncertainty going forward, but I guess not. Uh, Amari Rogers is a bummer. I really loved him out of Clemson. 
I thought the way that those guys played, it was Lawrence and Etienne and Rodgers. Yeah. And Rodgers was used in a lot of ways that the Packers never really got around to. They've almost used dubs in this way. Like, you get him the ball, and then he goes and does mm-hmm. the work. But they never really trusted him on offense, and they never trusted him as a punt returner, yet that's where he kept being. And it was one, you know, mistake too many. Somehow they came back and won that game. He thought after that he, that fumble against the Cowboys, it was going to be over. Uh, the Packers' last 11 third-round picks. Zach Zacherson has this. Bought the Twitter checkmark. <laughs> uh, oh, Zach Jacobson. I'm sorry. Sean Ryan, Amari Rogers, Josiah DeGuara, Jay Sternberger, Oren Burks, Montrevious Adams, Kyler Fackrell, Ty Montgomery, Kyrie Thornton, Richard Rogers, Alex Green. <laughs> Just a, a, a who's who. Of Meanwhile, who's last night, Commanders third round picks: Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson. Three nights ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple nights ago. <laughs> um, yeah, and you're getting Chase Young back. Yeah. I think that the commanders can make a run at a wild card spot this year. I think that's going to be an interesting thing to watch. And that's the thing is I know some Packers fans down in the dumps when before that Cowboys game thinking, well, is this season a lost cause with the NFC being like it is as long as the Packers don't fall three and four games out of it, they're still in that race. And I think you found something Sunday night against or, or Sunday afternoon against the Cowboys on that offensive side of the ball. And I think it's important to be, build off of that going forward. Christian Watson, I think, is the X factor for the offense and that he gives you someone over the top. And I know some people maybe were surprised by what happened on Sunday. But when you watch Christian Watson, when he's been able to be on the field and when he's been able to get out there healthy – He's been cooking people on routes down the field. It's just been about executing and getting that completion. And you saw week one, he dropped the pass. You've seen other times him drop the pass, even in that game against the Cowboys. But I think he's a legit wide receiver. It's just now about him completing everything and putting it all together. And I think from what you saw on Sunday, maybe he's trending in the right direction. Maybe you get Dobbs back and get him back into the rotation at some point. And maybe this offense can turn it around a little bit and not be such a just hold this team back so much. I want to talk about the NFC playoff picture, why I had to root against the commanders the other night. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, Cause I wanted the Eagles to lose. I mean, you know, I don't, yeah, of course, but I need the, for yeah. the playoffs. I need the commanders to, to lose too. But uh, I do also want to tell you, and this is on YouTube as well. If you're listening on the podcast, you can see this on YouTube and we're going to have different videos come out. We're at Carl's place. So it's right outside of Janesville Milton. Are we in Milton? Yeah, never heard of that town before, but we're in Milton. <laughs> How big is Milton? 5,500? Get a recount on that. So there's a big warehouse here because they sell golf simulators and everything that would come with that. What Toby was messing around with before was it, it, like you just hit a drive and it tells you all the nerdy yeah. launch angle, ball speed, club head speed, all the fun stuff. So this is perfect for someone like me who's absolutely terrible but will not take coaching at all, <laughs> and God knows I need it. So while we're doing the podcast, we actually have a whole – we're going to do a whole from Rainbow Springs, which doesn't exist anymore. It was where Kettle Moraine State Forest? McGuanago. In McGuanago. Thank you guys over there for being a part of the show. <laughs> um, so I'm up first, so I'm going to go hit – 
And on the podcast, if Toby, if you want to, because you can see this on the video, but if you want to audio describe, I think that was my glove, <laughs> your glove. Describe you my form. A... Describe. Yeah, sure. Describe yeah, sure. Yeah. So we got a par four coming up here. First hole, as Bart mentioned, at Rainbow Springs. 379, a little bit of a dog leg left, about 262 to the turn there. Let's see how Bart tees off here. Tell them about uh, what we did the last time. It wasn't so hot earlier when we played, so we'll see if Bart does better. Let me get out of the way here for you. <clears throat> Again, 379, par four, dog leg left, Bart on the tee. And that's a pop-up to the right, going about, about 55 yards into the middle of the woods, and it's asking him if he wants to give up already. <laughs> uh, Bart is using the mulligan. I believe it's giving me the turn, though, Bart. So we'll swap roles here. So we played uh, this course. Toby and I played this course that was in on the simulator. And they can add courses for you, and you can – play your favorites and stuff. I shot through six. I think I was plus 35. Plus 35? Yeah. Through six. Like 35 is a good round. And I was plus 35 through six. And Toby. A little left. The, the part of the, the simulator that we're going to talk about a little bit th uh, through the, through the podcast I think it, like I've never done a golf simulator of any kind. I've hit into, you know, sheets. Well, my parents' old house, I just hit across the highway. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never like done. And then this is gives you precise information and all that stuff. And it felt like I was really golfing because I was really, really yeah. bad. But that's why I would do this. That's why I would love one is because I can practice without the embarrassment. I am dreadfully bad. Toby, you would attest. I totally agree. Worse than I ever, because I would tell Toby, I say we should go golfing sometime. He'd say, oh, "Okay, so I'm bad." But you know, people would say they're bad, yeah. and then they shoot like two under. Me. But yeah, no. Toby <laughs> says oh, I'm bad, and then he, but I'm bad, bad, and it's embarrassing. And you can feel the other people like uh, it's funny at first, and then oh my god, is there something clinically wrong with him? Uh, what, what what is happening? There's this it has to be some deficiency of something. He's terrible. So this is what I would do. I would do it. Now, some people like Toby would do it to sharpen their game. Some people might get a simulator to like do it with your friends. I would do it in shame in my basement until I was finally able to come out. Well, and, and it be can turn you into world. a respectable golfer. And you need to be that in today's society. Yeah, 100%. I don't know. <laughs> All right, uh, playoff race. And then I'll go hit my real first shot. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We got the Eagles as the one seed. We got the Vikings as the two seed. That is going to play itself out, of course. Well, and how about the Vikings coming out? Anybody that had questions about them, they played the Bills tough and then found some breaks there at the end to win that thing. All right, let me talk about the NFC North a little bit uh, while I can. The Vikings annoy me, but they are deserving of these wins. They, 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 are, they are winning games. Justin Jefferson's great. The running, they're, like, they're not even using Delvin as much as they should or no. need to. But Kirk's been playing well. The mm-hmm. defense has been good. So you can't scoff in an eight and one record. Now, I don't want this is the problem with Vikings fans. They get super high about things that ultimately don't matter. Yeah. Their greatest moment is the Minneapolis miracle. That was a division round game. <laughs> okay. Packers used to, you know, win division round games in their sleep. So until you like win something, you know, we're, my, my dad and I watched the Minneapolis miracle. Who cares? My dad and I watched a Super Bowl win, you losers. <laughs> So screw the Vikings. Lions are doing the same thing they always do. They score a lot of points. They give up a lot of points. They're going to finish like 6-11. and 11. And then the Bears, the Bears coming out party on Justin Fields was incredible, and they should be happy about that. But now this is two weeks in a row that they think they're the greatest team in the league. They're actually the last-seeded team in the <laughs> NFC. There's, they're, they're, but if you – like our friends at the score, they're talking about how great this is because they know there's some good Justin Fields to come. But remember, you are three and seven and last in the NFC. But they show promise. And so you, for Bears fans, they're excited because they haven't showed promise in how long? Because they haven't had a quarterback that's shown that maybe he could be the guy in, I mean, how long? Well, Fields is the guy. I love Fields. He's the guy. But I just need to remind Bears fans, you are three and seven and last well, and in the NFC. We can chill out a little bit with some of the Fields talk because, look, he might have found it for three or four games. I want to see it a little more. Because I've seen more bad out of fields than good. So maybe they did find something, but let's not just crown him yet. My uh, hottest take of the summer was that the Seahawks and Bears combined would have four wins. <laughs> that was wrong. Uh, obviously, and the Seahawks have six. So the Seahawks right now are the third-seeded team as they lead the West. And then you have the Buccaneers at five and five. And it looks like you know Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are going to figure some things out and they're currently leading the South, a division that's so, so bad. Your Panthers are starting your boy Baker Mayfield this weekend. <laughs> uh, then at the five seed, you have the Giants at seven and two, Cowboys at six and three, Niners at five and four. Then the Commanders at five and five. That's right. Then the Packers at four and six. I think the teams below them, the Bears are out three and seven. Yeah, done. The Saints are out. Done. The Panthers are out. Yeah. The Rams, the Rams you are three and them. six. Cooper Cup going on IR. That's, They're out. That's done. So that's they won done. the Super Bowl. Good for them. They're out. The Lions are out. The Cardinals are four and six. And I hope now, they stick around just so I can watch some more hard knocks. Uh, actually, is that any good? I'm not watching any of it. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out if I like Kyler or not. So we already determined. I thought we, we hated him. We don't like him, but I'm just seeing if there's maybe a change of heart. You went from his Halloween. <laughs> I did. I did. Good. I always thought you looked like him. You said no, and then you went from his Halloween. <laughs> uh, Atlanta, four and six. I can't say they're done because the Packers are four and six. Well, Atlanta's funny because 
they win games that they shouldn't win. They lose games that they should win. They're, they make no sense. So they very well could find a way to sneak in if someone falters, but I wouldn't think that they have a chance. All right, then Washington at 5-5, five and five, and it's a shame because if uh, Heineke was starting the full year, they'd probably be in the playoffs right now. Well, and Washington has a decently easy stretch over the next four games or so. Uh, they got the Texans, then they have the Falcons, and then they have the Giants two in a row with a bye in between. So if they can go out of there, probably I would think at least 500, being 7-7, seven and seven, they should still be right there for the playoff hunt. So, I mean, the Packers, we, we thought this NFC was bad going into the year and that maybe you could get in with a sub-500 record. I don't know that that's going to be the case this year. So I think Washington's going to be right on the precipice, sitting there at eight, nine wins. The Packers are going to have to beat that. So we'll see if the Packers can do that. It's certainly within the realm of possibility, but Washington's got a much easier schedule than what the Packers have left. And it's like, who's falling out? So somebody in the NFC West is going to win. So maybe it's the five and four Seahawks or six and four Seahawks or five and four Niners, but you got to feel good about the Niners chances with all their weapons. Mm -hmm. The Seahawks, they win games. So, I mean, they didn't against Tampa, but they win games. Maybe they trip up down the road. Giants are seven and two and they beat you. You're not chasing them. The Cowboys, you beat their six and three. It's just, you know, it's going to be hard enough to stay ahead of the commanders. And then you got these other teams that I'm not sure there's another team that's going to falter. So you have to, you have to just win as much as you can. And for the Packers, we talked a little bit yesterday with Paul and Sparky about, were you even happy that you won? Well, I'm happy that I don't care about, I just, we went through the, the Packers suck at drafting. If this team was any better at drafting or if they could draft top five, we'd be happier about it, but they're bad at drafting. So I don't care. I'm not playing for a draft pick. We're not getting a top five pick. We're not getting CJ Stroud. We're not getting Hendon Hooker. We're not getting any of these guys. We got to wait for uh, the May kid to come out of North Carolina. He's my guy, but he's everybody's guy. But we're not getting any of those guys. So after losing five games in a row, I said it just felt good to win. Yeah. You know, we've been going through this all the time. It just felt good to win. Playoff wise, just let's see what happens tonight against Tennessee. Just let's see what happens. Cause I'm not like I, I I wanted Washington to lose and I wanted the Niners to lose and I guess I'm scoreboard watching, but I still don't think there's a realistic shot that the Packers are making the playoffs. I don't think it's happening, but I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm trying to like take my soul out of my body and look at it from a different well, angle. Realistically right now, they're just win on the outside looking see. in, but if you continue to win and you can get back to 500, that's gotta be their goal. Win the next two games, get back to 500 then we'll figure it out from there. Because if you get back to 500, you give yourself a little bit of wiggle room. If you're going to continue to sit below 500, you can probably write the playoffs away. You're not going to get there. Yeah, they're probably screwed. Also screwed is anyone that golfs with me. I'm terrible. I'm going to go hit another <laughs> shot here. So Carlos Place, uh, you can check him out. I have a link on my Twitter. I'll pin it at Wings Thinks. And you can go there and check out all the different things that they have as far as simulators and maybe putting one in your garage or in your house and there's another video that we took, and we'll get that out there too. You can actually uh, really see how painful and dreadful it was for me to uh, to golf. It was very, very bad. But this is a cool thing. If you want to get it in by by the holidays, you can. If you want to just you know do it over the winter, as I think I was telling people, because again, it's Tuesday when we're taping, but this was a very snowy day. Yeah. Uh, there was a while on the way here where I was like, "What am I?" <laughs> the snow got bad for a little bit, and then it tapered off. But I told, I told my wife we were going golfing today, and she didn't understand, one, because it was snowing, two, because she knows 
how bad I am on the worst. So I'm going to go hit this shot and we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, let me set the scene once again. Yeah, because, just you re- know, in your it, own words, would you describe what I look like? Golf? Yeah, sure. So, once again, first hole here, 379, dog leg left, 262 at the turn. We get the. Do I look like I've ever held a golf club before? <laughs> we get the well dressed Bart Winkler setting up on the tee. Sets up well. I do the waggle. Yeah, he's got the little waggle. Old Jason Duffner look. Deep pipe, Toby. Yeah, he hit that one pretty well. We got to work on the follow through a little bit. He doesn't get his weight through quite as effectively as maybe you'd like, but not too bad. How far did I hit it? Uh, says 178. Yeah. So not too, too far off the tee. Now he's got 180 in, so might want to tee it up again. <laughs> yeah, if you thought Bart was bad with a driver, just wait till you see him with an iron. What's the number one thing I'm doing wrong? Uh, I think you have the face open at address. Okay. How's my stance? My stance looks all right. Well, that was a nice little rocket down into the left. That shot went about 50 yards, we'll say. Let's see if we can get Bart to finish a hole here in the single digits. That's the goal. 129 away. Par four. Third shot. Topped it a little bit, but it's going to roll out. Oh, never mind. It's in the rough. Now it's a pro's turn, so I will go show you how to hit an actual golf shot. Toby, like, is in leagues and (laughs) is in simulator leagues. Yeah, so Toby's shot. You got to split the uprights. Toby, Toby plays the part. He dresses like a golfer. He looks like a golfer. He like, he's really, he's one of those. I, so I've got, wow, you got it in there. I've golfed with a few different kinds of people. I've golfed with some people who, when they see how bad I am, they're like, like audibly upset and visibly upset. And I'm not doing this. And you get your own card and you meet me and we're not finishing holes. And then there's some people who, like, will have fun with you a little bit, and then you yeah, know, but they know I you suck. It. No, no, you're a silent assassin. I when I know you're thinking the worst thoughts you've ever had in your head when you see me golf. No, 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 I feel. No, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. All right, let's check out this shot here. Got about 82 yards to the pin, coming out of the rough. Bart grabs a wedge. Pins in the middle. And shank. <laughs> I've seen this one too many times today. All right, let's see if we can get it inside the little gimme range. Fifth shot here. 43 yards to the pin. Pins in the middle. A little bit better, but not better result. Four yards. Sorry, I cut you short. Five yards. All right, 40 yards now. Here we go. A little bit better. And it's in the one-putt gimme range. Yeah. Bart finishes with a seven. So triple bogey on the first. Generally, you wouldn't think that's ideal, but from what we saw earlier today, Bart, triple bogey, you got to take that, right? The first hole we did, and I think I was just getting used to the simulator. All right. I had a 10. 
And then the next hole I had <laughs> 17. I had a 17 on a hole. <laughs> All right. So again, there's a link to check out everything they got at Carl's place. That's on my Twitter at Wings Thinks. It's the pin tweet. Uh, a couple other things I want to talk to you about, Toby, here as I got you. You went to the game Friday at uh, AmFam, the Badger game. Yeah. Uh, how was that? It was interesting. I mean, I didn't, I thought the sight lines might be a little bit worse, but you could actually see what was going on. I, I thought it was a fun atmosphere. Had about the same amount, maybe about a, I don't know, a couple hundred more than what you could fit in the Kohl Center. And I don't know that you're selling out the Kohl Center for a game against Stanford. So I think it was a really good idea. It'll be interesting to see if they do it again. But I, I thought it was pretty well done. Well, I heard people saying that they're going to hold the March Madness there. Yeah, that's not happening. Was that just like that's not happening? People getting weird. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't that good of sight lines. Like, if you're going to hold March Madness somewhere, it's going to be back at Pfizer. Well, yeah. So I, I, I don't. Let's not get crazy. But I mean, a game there, and I, you'd I, have to put more seating on Miller Park on the field. Yeah, I think if there were some extra stuff, I think next time if they really wanted to have some fun with it. Uh, get the marching band out there in the outfield because essentially nothing happened past halfway down the first and third baseline. Maybe get the marching band out in the outfield because there's nothing going on out there and have some entertainment between games or something like that. Uh, add some things that maybe you couldn't see at a regular college basketball game. So I think that'd be interesting. The only thing I had a problem with, sometimes you go to these different games, like I've been to a Big Ten championship game, and they got pop-up shops where you can buy gear. Nothing. Mm. That's a failure. Like, I think you should have probably had like a. You don't think the Brewers would have been all over that with t shirts? Yeah. I mean, I thought you would have maybe been selling a Brew City Battle t shirt or something. I would have bought one of those. Those cheap sons of bees. <laughs> um, maybe they could have paid for Brad Boxberger. Are you sad about that? Uh, not really. Somebody, uh, no, I, and I don't know if that's just a, like, is that a Wisconsin thing or is that a thing where they held one game at American Family Field and then people are saying, we should hold the tournament here. Like you hold, you get this announcement of a soccer team. Could we host a World Cup someday? Where, you guys? No, we get. We always go to like the top thing about it. Let's let's just enjoy what we had. Uh, I did watch a little bit of the women's game too. I but I'm obviously if I'm, more than me. I'm but I'm obviously watching because I want to see it at yeah. Miller Park. Mm -hmm. And then they're like trying to show me and broadcast the game. Yeah, I want it zoomed out. Even the men's game, like. I'm not watching. I don't want to watch Badgers Stanford in November. No, I, I don't mean, care. I want to see the game. Like that's the whole. Allure. I think the weirdest thing that happened in the whole game was in the women's game, a ball went out of bounds and it rolled a decent ways away and went to the warning track. Mm. And they switched out basketballs because it had dirt on it. So I think that's a brand new one. I don't think you've ever had to switch basketballs because it's got all dirty. Was it cold in there? Because it was cold that day. Um, it was hot in the upper decks. It was decent temperature. Long. They sold the upper deck. Well, three hundred level. Oh, how much are those? How much you pay? Twenty bucks. Okay, I wanted to go, but yeah, I couldn't get credentialed anymore, so <laughs> I didn't. Uh, any thoughts? I know that they played, and we'll talk about that. But so far, from what you've seen on the Bucks this season, I mean, I think your take on them is probably the most accurate take I've seen. They play their guys. They're going to dominate. If they don't play their guys, you're going to get competitive basketball games, and it's going to make for a fun season. So I don't know that there's a ton to take away from it yet. I mean, they, they look like a championship basketball team already, which is – I don't know if we've been able to say that about Bucks teams in the past at this point in the season. 
this year you can say they look like a championship basketball team. And I, I don't know that it's – I think last year, as much as we want to think they didn't have a hangover from winning the finals, I don't know that you could say that particularly, but I think there was a little bit of we're the champs and they walked in with a little bit of an ego. I think this year, having lost to the Celtics, I think Giannis and the guys really came in motivated like, you know what, we're not the champs anymore. Let's go do it again. And I think you see some of that motivation early in the season – that we didn't see last year. Well, to me, like when you look at the NFL, we just talked about the Packers and all the other teams and with baseball as well. If the Brewers get in, you have the Phillies and the Cardinals and the Mets and the Dodgers with the NBA in the East right now, it's to box. I don't, I'm not like, are you worried about the Celtics? No Sixers. I don't, I don't care about any of these teams. I care about what the bucks are doing. Can they stay healthy and can they figure it out? Cause they're, I mean, to me, again, they are head and shoulders above anybody else in that conference. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to go as far as the Bucks want to go. You know, if they can – I don't see any of these other teams stepping up at any point. You know, there's so much of the season left. But, you know, if the Bucks can continue to play like this level, continue to stay healthy, just play at a high level throughout the season, go into the playoffs ready to go. I mean, this is the best team in basketball right now. There's there's no question in my mind. And we'll see how it plays out the rest of the year. But it's it's an encouraging thought to see this team come out ready to go already at this point in the season and you just got to think it's going to continue to build and build and build as you get Middleton back as you get some of these guys fully healthy as you're playing on a nightly basis it's just going to continue to build to a crescendo which hopefully leads to another championship run Packers Titans tonight uh prediction I'm going to take the Packers yeah I I think they're going to be able to get the ball moving a little bit I think they're going to hit Watson on some deep balls I think they'll put up some points so I'll go with let's say I think they put up 27 I'll give the Titans 17. I'll say the exact same thing in uh, the spirit of laziness. <laughs> I'm pretty tuckered out. You can out. go like 28-17. Dude, I've hit 150 shots on seven <laughs> holes. I'm like, That is true. You have hit way more than I have. I am tired and sweaty and moist and like I'm a sponge. This literally sounds like a regular show that we used to do, so I don't know what. Oh, yeah. I would sweat <laughs> just doing four hours of a show. My God. Uh, Packers Titans tonight. We will do a live post game after we'll be on YouTube for that. And then you can hear that on the Friday show along with Horvath's picks. Oh, well, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Thursday night. Good night. Honoring Leroy Butler. Yeah. So Leroy getting honored tonight. And this is the game that Toby (laughs) emailed the Packers and asked if he could get a credential for, well, they said no. They said, we don't credential podcast. Also, we don't know what the Bart Winkler show <laughs> who, who is. Who is Bart Winkler? <laughs> is that what it said? Who no, is Bart Winkler? No, it's just we're not familiar with Bart Winkler. Oh, okay, I guess. Now, do you, are you trying to credential yourself for a Bucks game? Not yet, but I will at some point. Let me do that for you. Okay. I'll ask the Bucks if they can. Sure. I feel like I feel like we can get in on the Bucks. Yeah, I think so, too. Brewers, I feel like I torched every bridge imaginable. <laughs> you know, I'm looking for, like, jobs and stuff. And so I get all these emails and like the first day I was like, all right, I'm gonna sit down. I got my resume finally done. I'm gonna look for jobs. I got all these emails from zip indeed recruiter builder. It's like all brewers, digital brewers, social brewers. Do you see an opening for a president of baseball operations? Do you know, I DM'd, uh, <laughs> I DM'd Andrew Grumman <laughs> about a job. Andrew does media there. Yeah, He's a good guy. And I DM'd a tweet of like me shitting on the Brewers, and I DM'd it to him. I go, "This is my resume." 
<laughs> and the next morning I was like, LOL, hope you're good. And I just delete. I can't even show it to you. I deleted it. Out of shame. <laughs> I just thought I'd mention that. That's phenomenal. Toby, good golfing with you, sort of. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, we're at Carl's place again. More details and I'll have some different videos and, and YouTube of everything. But for now, look at the Twitter account. Actually, I mean, there's a link under this YouTube. What am I talking about? I'm so stupid. But then also on Twitter, uh, it'll be the pinned tweet for a while. And you can see Toby and I in action and maybe shop around the site a little bit and see if you can't make one of those spare rooms or your basement or your garage uh, more practical and get ready and, and show some people in the summer. What Toby doesn't know is that I'm going to be in the, I'm going to be in the machine every day doing it, man. I'm still not worried. I'm going to be every day. And so when, when I'm done in this laboratory, I'm going to go out on a hole with Toby and he's going to, and he's going to think I'm getting a 17. <laughs> I'm going to get a 15. Okay. Hey, marginal improvements, man. That's all that we're looking for. Trying to get better. You got to get better. Toby, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, Bart. And now let's talk some Bucks. And the Bucks win. The Bucks get a big win over the Cavs. I don't, I don't know if you want to say big win is a good win. Every win is nice. This was a game that maybe the Bucks could have lost and it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But then when they got a 20-point lead and the Cavs started chipping away, uh, the Bucks, no, you can't lose this game. 113 to 98, the final. Again, I'm Bart Winkler. Thanks again to Toby and everybody at Carl's Place for uh, letting us hack it up at their golf facility. Uh, more details on that again on Twitter and YouTube and really cool warehouse, but you can build your own golf simulator. Also want to give a shout out before we get started here on the Bucks to our good friends at Happy Place Hemp, happyplacehemp.com. Head there, get the promo code BART in when you go to checkout. Use that code, get 25% off anything you order. A lot of great gummies for you, different CBD oils and different products. The gummies have been what I've been using. In fact, I just took one of the night ones, as I call them, the CBD CBN, as I'm about to tape. By the time this is done, then I'll get a little drowsy and I'll go from there. I was in a long fantasy chat with my brother the other night, trying to decide if I was going to pick up Christian Watson. And then he was telling me something. I was like, dude, gummies hit. I got to pass. And I was out and got a great night of sleep. Until uh, Toddler McGee down the hallway wanted me to wake him up and, and cuddle him. So felt uh, good. Did bid 38 on Christian Watson. Did get tie bid by someone. So I didn't get him in my league. But happyplacemp.com. Check him out. Got the CBD CBN in me tonight. Uh, the nighttime gummy. And we'll be good to go. Happyplacemp.com. Promo code BART. 25% off your order. Lots to talk about with this Bucks game today. Again, we're live on YouTube. Got the StreamYard link on Twitter if anybody wants to join via video. But we'll just talk Bucks here for a little bit as they get a nice win in the blue jerseys on the blue court. You may have seen the article this week. They can't wear their cream ones anymore because it looks bad for the projected ads that get put on the screen. So that's kind of weird. But the blues look very good. Bucks with a big night from Brooke Lopez tonight. Of course, he's the one guy that I didn't play in my DraftKings on this game. Brooke Lopez, 10 of 13, 7 and 9 from 3, 29 points, did most of the scoring. Your second leading scorer was Jordan Wara, 5 and 9 from 3. And then Giannis, an off night for him. <laughs> okay, an off night for him. 16 points, 6 of 18 shooting, over 2 from 3, 4 of 11 from the free throw line. An off night for him. He nearly had a triple-double. He went 16, uh, 12, and 8. 
So Bucks did get the win. Again, very depleted. Still no Middleton. Still no Ingles. Still no Grayson. Uh, Wes Matthews is out. A.J. Green getting 15 minutes tonight, making his first bucket as a pro. Again, you still got to get to the very bottom before they put the Nassus in, but just looking at some of the minutes here, 29 for Wara, 27 for Bochamp. So uh, a good night for the Bucks' depth as they're trying to stay the course here. They got the Sixers coming up on Friday. Decked out in Packer gear is uh, Matt in the Falls. And if you're on the audio version, Matt's got a Rodgers jersey on, a Packer hat, a Packer flag. This is this Matt, is you the look Packers good. hat. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I hear you real good. Yeah, this is the Packers hat that I just got at the Hall of Fame ceremony because I drove there to watch the Roy Butler get enshrined because that's how much of a Packers fan I am. Now, Matt, you've uh, created some waves on this show this week. The Packers beat the Cowboys. You came on our post game on Sunday and said that it was bad the Packers won for draft position, and people have been mad at you. Correct. Do you have any rebuttal? Well, um, Tony in Texas um, is the real um, – I mean, he's he's the people here. Um, he called me out on the show. He uh, used some potty mouth language, called me a jackass, said, screw you. So um, Let me play this. So this is from the other night. This is the clip. Now we got a Bucks post game going here, but we got to settle a beef. Caller okay. rebuttal wars, j- just like the show. If a caller calls out another caller, that first caller has to rebuttal or gets. We got to settle a beef before we talk about AJ Green and Brooke Lopez. Here's Tony in Texas the other night talking about Matt in the Falls, who's on with us now. Here's Tony. In the Falls call yet today? Uh, he was in the chat. He bothered me all day today. I was thinking about that i listened to your show back coming up from uh, green bay down to milwaukee and the second time around listening to that he really pissed me off yeah man in the falls uh called in yesterday after the packer game and was very sour he was a real jackass about it so uh yeah called you a ja matt yeah yikes a little juvenile but hey i guess that's how they do it in texas when you're 46 so is this something that you were able to brush off and not care about, or have you I been just, obsessed with it for three days? Well, it's only been, I think, one day, and um, I just put. I got home. Um, I had a class at uh, at the shooting range, and then I got home uh, about eight fifteen and w- turned the Bucks game on and started just doing a little light preparation for this. Okay. Just because well, you know I, I was personally attacked on the radio in front of hundreds of listeners, so I feel like I need to defend my position. Well, take it away. What, what do you got? Uh, first of all, Tony, I don't know if you've ever heard of the phrase, mind your own business, but the Packers are my business, and I want you to just lay off me. Secondly, right. uh, your go look at mock drafts thing. This might show up backwards. Does that show up backwards? You can read that right. This, this four positions in the draft is the difference between probably one Super Bowl, maybe two. Uh, Devontae Adams is still probably here. Uh, we are, I don't know, eight and one, nine and zero right now, but uh, we fell a few spots in the draft. Missed the best receiver since, I don't know, Randy Moss, and now we have this loser, who was the worst draft pick in maybe in our team's history, maybe since Tony Mandrich. Removing the Packers flag that I display outside my house, I have a whiteboard. I'm drawing a line here. Yeah, this line 
represents about a 500 team, otherwise known as how uh, successful Bart or I would be coaching an NFL team. We nine could and coach seven, a team eight, nine eight. wins. Yeah. So let's go over the Packers season real quick. We have a loss to Minnesota. We win three in a row. Looking pretty good. That was fun. And we drop six consecutive games. Wow. Our team is really bad. We just won a game. We did. There we are. Meanwhile, we have the Vikings, the Eagles. Yep, you're drawing the Cowboys on the are up there. But we just beat the Cowboys. Can we do it again in Dallas in January? Probably not. So if you look closely, you'll see Tony in Texas celebrating down here in the depths of the pit of despair that is the Green Bay Packers, while the rest of the NFC, the actual good teams, are off the chart because they're so much better than us. So let's just put this whole season in perspective. This isn't going to go anywhere. Tony, keep celebrating down here, bud. Have fun. All right, man. <laughs> All right, so we will talk a little bit about the Bucks. Uh, they got a big win tonight, obviously, over the Cavs, 113-98, to as I mentioned. Giannis with 32 minutes, 16 points. Bad night for him, maybe, but did have the triple-double nearly 16, 12, and 8. And I think, you know, as they're playing here, it's more about just getting through it. This is a battle of attrition sort of thing. I know it's early for that, but you're going to need big nights like this from a Brooke Lopez. You know, Javon Carter gave you some big Carter nights the other day, and he was a star. Marjan Bochamp, who... Did have a dunk, but that was it. He was one for eight shooting tonight. You know, he gave you a big night the other night. And then tonight it was Brooks' turn. Again, seven to nine from three, uh, you know, a handful of rebounds. And really looks the piece and the player and the part of, like, best-case scenario, Brooke Lopez. You know, over the last few years, the, uh, the Bucks have talked about and fans have talked about, like, always including him. He's 34 years old always including him as a, as a trade piece. And can we trade Brooke? Can we trade this guy? You know, do you throw Brooke in the deal? Kind of the same thing we're doing with Grayson Allen right now, which is fine if you want to trade Grayson. Uh, not fine if you want to trade him for Jay Crowder. Uh, Jay Crowder, terrible. Um, but if you want to trade Brooke, this has been a guy that people have wanted to trade for a long time. And I, you know, I know there were some times that he looked old or looked slow, but I, you know, in moderation, he's great. And not even in moderation this year. I shouldn't even say that. He's played 13 games so far this year, averaging 31 and a half minutes a game. He's got about 15 points a game, 15, 16 points a game. And, and he's hitting threes and, he, and he's playing very well. So this is a, you know, it's a, it's a spoiler riches for what the Bucks have right now. I think, you know, as you watch these games, you do get kind of in a little bit of a, a little bit of a like, you know, it's like a like a little window here. You're just watching one game. You're watching the Bucks play. You're watching uh, one game, one night. You're just trying to make sure that they get the win. You know, you try not to care about it too much. Then they're up big, and then they blow a lead. Maybe gets a little hairy there. Mitchell starts making shots, but it's a long journey for sure, and that's just something that you got to remember. And I think a lot of these guys, you know, when you can when you can have like Brooke Lopez, we're barely talking about him. And he's stepped up 
and he has played so well. And tonight, you know, he made a bunch of threes, so he is going to get some more of the highlights, and he is going to get some more attention. But he's been doing this night in and night out pretty much every game this year. Uh, just running through some points and rebounds totals in November. 29 and 5, 12 and 5, 19 and 3, 24 and 13, the double overtime game, OKC. 11 and 2 against the Hawks, 25 and 3, 7 and 8, 11. I mean, he's been very, very consistent, and he's been knocking down a bunch of threes, again, probably at a 33% clip at this point, which you're going to take from a big man and you're going to take from your center. So, Brooke Lopez, as all of this has been going on, who have we talked about this year? Javon Carter and uh, Marjan Bochamp, and of course, Giannis and Drew. You know, Drew's been out a few games, but he's been playing very well. But Brooke Lopez has been steadily doing very, very well uh, for sure. Patrick says Lopez, the MVP for the Bucks so far this year. Uh, it's uh, always Giannis, but there can be a second MVP and it would be Brooke. I mean, I think we can, I think we can say that. Uh, Jeffrey says these Bucks are two fairly balanced teams in the same uniform. Fans since birth. Is this the deepest Bucks team in 30 plus years? I mean, I'd have to go shot for shot with the 71 team or any of those teams in the 80s or whatever. But this Bucks team, I mean, I don't know how. I really don't know how you get deeper. I suppose, yeah, but just with like the way that the you know the luxury is and the contracts and everything. This Bucks team is very, very good. You guys all know that. I mean, that's why, that's why you're here talking Bucks on a Wednesday after they beat the Cavs that also had a few injuries. You want to talk about this team. You want to digest anything there is about this team because you want to enjoy every single moment that you have with them. They are a very good team. They are a very deep team, and they're showing that right now. You're watching a team that's eleven and three. That again, Cavs banged up as well, but Mitchell did play. All right, so they've they've lost three of their last five, so they've lost a little bit. Giannis has been out some of those. But you're watching a team that is putting up uh, 115 points easily a night. They kept the Cavs under 100. I don't think that's happened yet this season. And what is it going to look like when Middleton's back? What's it even going to look like? Pat didn't play tonight. Pat didn't play tonight. That maybe opened things up for Brooke a little bit or allowed him to take a few more shots because Pat could have been shooting some of those threes. But Pat didn't play tonight. Pat's coming back. Connaughton. And then uh, and then Middleton. And Drew's been out. Drew's been out for a week. And Javon Carter's been playing very well. And then when all of this is fine and, and like Marjan Bochamp is battling for minutes and Javon Carter's battling for minutes and uh, even Jordan Wara, like we all rip on Wara and he makes a lot of dumb mistakes. He had 21 points in this game. He's five for nine. George Hill, George Hill, someone that nobody wanted back, but George Hill came back. He's giving you quality minutes. He's giving you quality minutes. Serge Ibaka, a complete afterthought can come in there and give you minutes. And then when all of the Bobby Portis, I haven't mentioned, you know, Bobby Portis kind of had a cold night, maybe a cold couple of games, but you know, he's good for 25 30 when they need it out of him. And then when all of this is settled, when all of this is done and in the can, and things are really rolling, then we're going to get some dude named Joe Ingles who's going to join the team and come and play good D and just chuck up shots. So it is really going to be fun to watch this go forward and to see what happens here. Uh, let's see. Q is just joined. Q, what's happening, brother? 
Hey, Bart. Sorry I'm in the dark. I've got my uh, two-week-old next to me sleeping. So, Oh, are you going to wake him up? Uh, she's No, she's wrapped up. She's he, my milk, bad. milk drunk at this point. So, mm. <laughs> um, But I, I don't understand this game. I was just looking at the box score, and the, the biggest takeaway for me is uh, 52 to 34 rebounds. And you look at the Cavs roster, they don't have a center on the roster. It's like their their tallest guy is Mobley. So obviously they're going to have to make a move or they're just going to get beat up in the playoffs. Like um, I, I was pretty nervous about today's game just because their guard play has been so strong. But um, in the second half, especially in the third quarter, the, the Bucks just played lockdown D um, and the Cavs could never recover. So, it, it, I mean, obviously we had the offensive explosion from Brooke, but um, it's pretty exciting when a couple of G League players get like 10, 10 minutes plus in a game and we still destroy the, the third best team in the league or in the, uh, in the East. So Yeah, they are missing Jared Allen, so he gives some size. That's true. That's true. And he'll come back at some point, but yeah, the yeah I was interested in this game, and I wish everybody was, you know, at full strength. I'm gl- I'm glad that because that's what I want to see. Like we play Philly this week, I still want to see them with Harden and Embiid. I and I think the I think the Sixers need they need both those guys healthy because they'll both be healthy come playoff time, and that's who they're going to try to ride with. But they've shown at least so far this year to me that they're better separate than they are together, so they're going to need that. To work, we were talking about this cue, I think on the show with uh, maybe Paul or then maybe you know somebody else. But this week, I just like I look at the East, and as of right this second, the Celtics are twelve and three, Bucks are eleven and three, and the Celtics, you know, they've won eight in a row, and they've got Tatum and Brown, and you know, mostly a returning cast, and you can add Brogdon in there, and I think the Celtics, I, I think they are the next team outside of the Bucs, but I, I'm not worried in a seven-game series if everybody's healthy. And then after that, I mean, I think it's a big drop-off. The The Nets, like Durant's yelling at everybody. The Heat have never intimidated me ever. The Sixers we just talked about. You know, then there's the Pacers and Raptors, and they could have a nice Hawks-type run like the Hawks did a couple of years ago. But I don't, I don't see anybody that fears me outside of, like, the Bucs just either – getting monstered or getting hurt. I, I really think this is their conference to own. I mean, I, I hope you're right. Um, Giannis, the last week, like since he's come back from injury, looks. Well, Q just disappeared. So Black 59 Razor says the Bucks should trade for Julius Randle and Derrick Rose. All right, put together a package for me and and we'll look at it. I just I don't I don't see the need for a trade. Because who who are you going to trade for that's going to come in here and play minutes? And all these guys that you want to give up like this team doesn't need Grayson Allen. They they don't need him. But if you put him in there and he plays for 20 minutes and puts up a bunch of shots and plays defense and again gets back to being a jerk like I, I need dirty Grayson Allen. I don't want choir boy Jason Allen. Jay, Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen moves. I might as well call him Jason Allen. You didn't hear he's Jason Allen. 
he comes to Wisconsin. He's like, oh, everyone in the Midwest is nice. Okay. No, be the dick that you work at Duke, that you were at Duke. Grayson Allen at one point had this entire state hating him. The the refs botched the call with the fingers in the 2015 championship game. We didn't care. We were all mad at Grayson Allen. And then he becomes a buck and we're like, oh, grumpy. And then and then he's like playing well. And then we just kind of forget about him. They don't need him. They don't need George Hill. They don't need Ibaka. They, I don't even know if they need Carter. You got all these break glass in case of emergency guys. And who are you going to fit in here? Like, I can't push back enough against not wanting Jay Crowder. I just don't want him. What's he going to do? I would rather, am I stupid? Am I, am I dumb? I would rather see those minutes go to Mamu. I'd rather see those minutes go to Bochamp. Because how much is Jay Crowder playing for you in the playoffs? Any trade you make, you should be thinking about the playoffs. The Bucs walked out and won this game in their sleep on Wednesday. The Cavs are good. They should have been a more competitive game. And the Cavs are shooting lights out to start. But Brooke Lopez basically won this game for you. I just, when it comes, and we talk trades so early in the NBA. I mean, it's not even Thanksgiving. But we talk about them so early. It's just, I, I, don't, I don't know where. You're still getting... We don't even have Drew playing it, and you're getting Middleton back. I want to start seeing some rotations once Middleton's in there. Had a guy ask me the other night if Giannis is playing too much. I played 32 tonight before it got uncompetitive. He did miss three out of four games. I mean, he's going to want to play a chunk of minutes. But you could realistically probably play your time. You could probably play Portis, Lopez, Giannis, and some of these other guys right around 30 win these games and get some minutes to the young guys. I guess if it's, if you're in a game like, and this is where I'm very picky about it. If you're in a game like tonight, um, instead of giving Abaka 18 and Sandro eight, switch that around. Just so show me a little Mamu. Cause I want to see, you know, I want these guys to be like, I think in the playoffs, you have your Swiss army knife, you know, you have your, your top weapons that you use, but then there should be guys that you use just in case you see series all the time where like Grant Williams played against us and was the best. And then in the next series, he sucked, you know, against uh, golden state, he sucked because some guys are better matchups for better series. So that's kind of what I want them to, uh, to discover as we go forward here too big to bunt. Uh, they need an upgrade on a backup big guy. They, I mean, the roster's not perfect. It's very close to me. It's very close to me. Uh, he also says the jersey color is greater than any individual player 99% of the time. Uh, I don't yeah, – I agree. Q's back. Where'd you go? Sorry, my, my phone died. <laughs> oh, geez. Rookie mistake. Um, so, but I was just saying – Giannis looks like he's still injured. Like, I wonder if we were at full strength, if he'd be getting the minutes that he did. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he sit like he, he just looked like he couldn't finish like no, like he didn't have the same explosion that he had pre-injury. I, I just hope it's not something that lingers. Um, did the Bucks only play Giannis to help sell those blue jerseys. Four and four. <laughs> 
the, those blue jerseys are awesome. And the new court looked amazing. Uh, sad that the Cream City jerseys are are only going to be in the stands from now on. But uh, the the blue court is gets my vote. But I, I think um, you were talking about what could derail the Bucks season. Like, I, I think KD is the real wild card. If he gets traded somewhere in the East, like, let's say Miami gets him somehow, like, that becomes a a new um, powerhouse team. I, I hope if he gets traded, he just gets sent to the West. Um, but who knows what the Nets get back in return then. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's early in the year, but it does seem like the East is the Bucks division to – to lose and with all with our record with all the injuries that we've had maybe uh, coach bud gets himself in the coach of the year candidate which would be absolutely hilarious um considering how much bucks fans kind of hate him during the playoffs so i guess we're uh where you're thinking i haven't really so that's a flaw in any of my uh arguments or logic is that i haven't thought about what other teams might do yet for their trades. And, you know, the way that I just looked out the East, there's a lot of, uh, I, I really don't think there's any, like, like Boston is it by default. I really don't think there are threats to the Bucks. I really don't. But if these teams start to move and yeah, now if KD wants out again, I still would argue against the Nets trading him uh, until they can get like the biggest package possible and there's still plenty of time on that contract where I think that they don't have to feel rushed. I don't want to see them like at the trade deadline and, and just feel rushed to trade him like he's Christian McCaffrey or something. Although they got a good, I mean, they got a good deal, but my example is just don't trade him to trade him, get the best deal for Kevin Durant. It's Kevin Durant. So get the best deal for him. So I don't think the nets, if I'm the nets, I'm not trying to trade him, but if it, if it goes that sideways in that haywire, and I guess Kyrie's playing this weekend again, uh, then yeah, if he goes to the heat, I mean, yeah, then we're starting, then we're thinking about a whole new world of possibilities. So I haven't really thought that far out and, and we'll see, will somebody act first and the bucks have to be reactionary. But then at that point, if someone trades for KD, you're still not trading drew or Brooke or Chris, and what, 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 Jake, Jake Crowder is going to come in here and, you know? Yeah, I think, I mean, the only other thing that could happen is Chris just doesn't come back looking like he did. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I'm, I guess I'm more concerned about like the KD trade, especially because he's like ramping up the PR. Like I I can't remember who he did the interview with. Uh, it was either today or yesterday um, where he was just kind of bad mouthing the team chemistry. So yeah. Um, I don't know, but like, like you said, if you're the Nets, all they have to do is hold on to KD and they can kind of restart the roster again next year. Um, so it's not like, like, I don't think people are going to come play football or come to Carolina just to play with Christian McCaffrey, but people will come to the Nets to play with KD. Um, so yeah, but big win today. Uh, another big game against the Sixers on the Sixers. I guess we, I kind of want them to start winning a little bit so they don't end up firing Doc Rivers because I think uh, he's just a bad coach. Yeah, so they need to win, keep Doc, 
convince themselves they don't need to make a trade. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, even if they make a trade, I feel like Doc Rivers, like Marquette grad, he's got Milwaukee ties. But I just feel like, aside from that one year with the Celtics, he hasn't been able to have much success um, in the playoffs. So, Q, appreciate you uh, wherever you are. <laughs> just in my living room with uh, the newborn sleeping in her bucks blanket so cutie yeah all right i can't man. i can't see i'm just giving you oh, a compliment yeah. yeah there she is see you buddy tim shea bart winkler yeah we've had some fun tonight i'm at work so did the box win i'm in my car that's what i call it at work oh you're driving uber yes I was going to join earlier, but then I got to ride all the way up to Menominee Falls. So, Oh, okay. Did the Bucks win? I didn't watch an ounce of the game. So you I'm going to see any of it. I'm going to be useless tonight. Yeah. I listened to about 10 minutes of it, bro. Oh, did I miss a good one? No. Uh, Brooke Lopez snapped his leg in half. Oh, shut up. Yeah. You're kidding. He's still at the hospital. Wait, are you being serious or no? They don't think he's going to make it, dude. Okay, you're funny. <laughs> oh, Bart. No, they won, dude. Okay. They won. Who played well? Who didn't play well? Brooke Lopez had 29 points. At a Is Grayson Allen traded yet? Oh, my God. You are useless. I told you. that. No. Hey, here's Tony in Texas. Hey, what's up, guys? Good Bucks. Well, Tim, what you really missed was Matt in the Falls came on. Uh, yeah, what was that all about? Jack, yeah, what do you have to say? You didn't see it? No, I was driving. I didn't catch it. Matt in the Falls came on earlier, blasting you. Yeah. For criticizing him. Right. And then said some words that I have to bleep out of this. Oh, boy. Even on podcast form, huh? Yes. I don't know how to respond to it. What did he say? Just basically that you suck for thinking the Packers win was good. For what? <laughs> for wanting my team to win at, at a game that I'm at that I flew. He didn't like that you called him a jackass? <laughs> well, he is. Uh, real quick for those in the comments asking who I think the team in the West that would fear me the most. You are right. Uh, Justin, I am 100% saying the Warriors still want to know, like, if the Suns ever figure it out, what's going on there. But not the Clippers. I think the, I think the Warriors. Not no Clippers. Uh, you know, the Clippers could have a say. Hey, I saw a rumor that LeBron might be interested in Phoenix. LeBron ain't getting traded. Hey, think about. All the guys that LeBron's gotten traded over the years, the last three years, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, who else? Uh, if I'm a Lakers fan, I hate LeBron. Like, I hate him. Brooke Lopez, Bart. You came to my team. You won a championship in the bubble that you wanted to quit from because you didn't get to, like, protest first, and it wasn't your idea. Does he only have one with the Lakers? Come on. Tim, he's got one bubble one. We don't even know if it's real. It's not real. Tim, do you watch sports? No. I just listen to you. 
That's all you need, but He's on top of the Badgers, so he knows what's going on at the Badgers. Talk about a team that couldn't shoot the basket last night. Tim, time is money. What are you doing with me if you can be making money on the road? I'm stuck in Menominee Falls. Speaking of Menominee Falls, congratulations to the Menominee Falls uh, varsity ladies last night. A nice 20-point victory over West Bend West. 1-0 and all on the young season. In Carry on. basketball? Yeah. Did you go to the game, Tim? Of course. Scoping out the, the single. My niece, my niece is on the team. Oh, okay. That's what they all say, Tim. She is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good Bucks win, though. Yeah, way to bounce back. Giannis was not, not bringing his best game, but they still found a way to power through. And I'm starting to think that the defense is, is really reaching that level that they hadn't seen in a couple of years since they won the title. It's, it's, a, it's a championship caliber defense and i'll give it up to jordan nora we've been hard on that guy i still don't think he's a great player but hey he showed up today yeah he had a nice uh he had a nice game today let me get the stream yard link back in the youtube for the followers he had a nice game today he did good for him help his trade value get up Hey, would you have any interest in Anthony Davis? I know you mentioned it with Paul. I don't like Anthony Davis. I, I'm not a fan either of his game, but I saw he was inspired by Aaron Rodgers, so that intrigues me. Maybe we can bring the best out of him here. No, I don't want Anthony Davis. For who? You don't want Anthony Davis or Aaron Rodgers? Why are we talking life? about these crazy trades that will never happen? <laughs> it's the fun. best team in the league. We have it's the deepest, talk best team, most fun, most polite. We're the best team. They are good people, good citizens. I agree. We're winning another championship. Don't screw anything up. The locker room is great. Coaching staff is fine. Just get to April. Uh, big news. I don't know if you guys saw this. Did you see this? Did you hear about this? Uh, Amari Rogers was claimed by the Texans. Yeah. Yep. So when Jordan Love eventually takes over, he can do the same thing that Rogers did and uh, force a Texans receiver to be traded here, a la Randall Cobb, who I think will have a big night. He's my daily fantasy player. Coming off IR, Randy in the whites. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Now, I am on one of the worst daily fantasy streaks of my life. Well, so... How many teams are you in again? Five or six? I'm uh, I'm in six leagues. But then I daily fantasy my life away. Did you pick the Packers against the Cowboys? No. Fuck no. no. Horvat did then. Okay. Yeah, Horvat did. Tim's anti-Wisconsin. He picks against all our teams now. Well, because yeah. Packers are on, like I said earlier, Tim's on the move, guys. Packers are on a five-game. This safe? You got a pickup? No. Five-game. They're on a five-game losing streak. They're playing, I thought, one of the better teams in the NFC. I thought they were going to bury us. McCarthy coming back. It just had the setup of Dallas killing us. And if it wasn't for that interception, Dallas was going in to make a 14-0. Packers could have folded right there. All right, Tony, I'm going to cut you loose. 
All right. Go see what Matt said about you and let me know if you ever Oh, uh, he's still a jackass. Go, Bucks, go. Talk to you, <laughs> Tony. Good Bye. to talk to you. Tony in Texas. I want to bring Jim in Chicago in is, is why. Jimmy. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Good. Just talking Bucks. Maybe Packers nice. if you want. Yeah, I got I got a buddy who's actually going to the game tomorrow night. He's uh, headed that way in business, staying at Lodge Kohler. He's told me six hundred and fifty dollars a night is what they're Lodge charging. Lodge Kohler? Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's on the you company. Can stay, you so. can stay at the Hilton Garden Inn across the street for eighty five. Right, allegedly. You know, who knows? I mean, that's crazy what they charge. Game day, it's ridiculous. But uh, since it's a Milwaukee game, he scored. Um, an indoor club seat for 130 bucks, which is pretty darn good. You can get a seat right now for 56. Just yeah. Oh, is it going to be cold yeah. and shitty? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's going to be outside. So. Well, yeah, yeah, all games at Lambeau are outside. I'm just wondering if the weather. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's going to be cold. I mean, do you see this Buffalo that's... forecast? That's yeah. ridiculous. Six, six feet. Good thing I didn't go to Buffalo this weekend, huh? I would have made it. It's, you'd, yeah, no you'd, kidding. You'd be stuck. Did you watch the Bucks, Jim, or no? I, I saw bits and pieces of it tonight, so not 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 it's in, a, in its entirety. A nice but win. I, I'm happy. You know, they got yeah. a lot of injuries. They still won. Giannis <clears throat> almost struggled his way to a triple-double, and Jordan Ward a nice night, and Brooke Lopez was awesome. There's your run. No, those, are all, those are all pluses. I mean – you, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, Q wants to know if we can get some Thursday night football predictions uh, around the horn. Yeah, I can do that. Jim, why don't you oh, start? Um, let's see. <clears throat> well, the problem is I have Derrick Henry in my fantasy team. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, I need a win. I need a win badly. But that aside, um, boy, let's say Packers 28. Mighty Titans, uh, 18. How about that? 28-18, okay. Uh, totally random numbers. I don't even know. Toby earlier gave me 27-17, and I was too lazy to come up with a prediction, so I agreed with him. Um, but I think that's about right. I think the Packers score. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to play Christian Watson. He will have a nice yeah. game. He won't have three touchdowns. But I, no. I think the Packers are going to run the ball again. That's what they did against – that's what they did against uh, Dallas, and it worked. Just feed those guys and run the football. And the co- uh, the Cowboys, the Titans, they're going to want to run the football too. This could be a very quick game. It's yeah, Leroy which Butler would be a good night. thing. So oh, I'm going to give a win. Yeah, so I'm going to change my mind because oh. they're in dog game. I'm going to go Packers 36. Yes, yes, I was going to say that when you said that. Titans. 36 to 6. Yeah, what Butler wearing? <laughs> what Butler wearing? Florida State. Was it six? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a single digit. Yeah, six. Oh man, that's crazy! I didn't even know that. Thirty six six. And remember, wow. if you're going to the game, make sure you're in your seats by seven o'clock. I like how the Packers sent that out, like at eight thirty tonight. I yeah, uh, I kind of missed that. What was that? They're unveiling the new. Um, intro when the team when they bring out the team like the lights a light show pretty much and they have spotlights and lasers and all sorts of stuff so they said the stadium will be completely dark 
Oh, is that just for a laser? Kind of thing they're doing. Laser. <laughs> so, seven o'clock. All huh. right, fun. Uh, anything well, else, Jimmy? Mo- well, you know, it's a Milwaukee game, so I know people will be leaving early. Um, you know, that is what it is. But I'm actually going. Uh, I will be traveling to Nebraska this weekend for the Nebraska Wisconsin game. Um, mostly, my daughter's my daughter's a student there, so we're going there with a bunch of family. I can. I'll, I'll, I'm excited to kind of see what the environment is like. I, I'll report back. Kind of a college football junkie, like you know, bucket list stadiums. I want to attend. This is one of them. So looking forward to that. Do you want to break down the college football playoff? Oh man, what is it? We got Michigan, Ohio State, uh, the Georgia team, and then TCU right now. Yeah, Michigan and um, Ohio State are both going to get in. Yeah, that I, 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 if it's a one score I'm game, okay. I'm okay with that. If I Michigan mean, beats Ohio okay. State, Ohio State's getting yeah. in. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I think I, it's vice I mean, versa. I don't think it's vice. Could versa. be. Tennessee losing to Georgia is the best thing that ever happened to them. They just need TCU to lose in their end. Right. Right. We'll see. It'll be interesting. I mean, basically, the the, the Big Ten West is like the competitive, uh, I don't even know, competitive whatever. But um, it, it, it's like, okay, who are we going to pick as the sacrificial lamb to go against uh, Ohio State, basically? Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. I was like rooting for know. the Badgers last week because I wanted them to win the West. And then I was like, why? <laughs> Maybe not. 0.001% <laughs> chance they win. Oh, man. I, you know what? Camera I, looked like it was just on THCOs for a sec. It got all like psychedelic on me, flippy. <laughs> it's crazy. You probably all got right, a ride pickup. That's why. Yeah. Good to see you, Jim. So, all right, man. Thank you. Take care, guys. All right. See ya. Jim's in Chicago. Out in oh, his, I, uh... again, I, neither of them are both. Both of them are not going to make it. All right. What'd Michigan- you say? Michigan's uh, Michigan's non-conference schedule is very weak this year. So, Ohio State's beating Michigan. Okay, don't even think for a second that Michigan's going to compete with Ohio State this year. Ohio State has revenge on their mind. Games at Ohio State, right? Correct. They're going to they're going to score. Ohio State's going to score, and they're going to score a lot. Mm. So. Uh, all right, so let me tell you what's coming up. We've got an episode on Friday that is going to be taped on YouTube on Thursday night. Packers post game. That'll be the Friday show. Hopefully they uh, win. Horvat's under the weather, so we may or may not. I may do a special Saturday Horvat show. I don't know yet. Oh, okay. Uh, next week, I'm not doing a show for Thanksgiving. I'm taking my first day off. <laughs> Good for you, Bart. Good for I'm, you. I'm unemployed, but the world I'm taking Cup a day off. Week off. World Cup starts next week. I will be doing something with that. Details to come. You will see me out and about at bars. Oh, I'm gonna follow you like a like a fanboy. Details to come on that. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. But uh, live on YouTube on Thursday night after Packers-Titans. Now, I'm looking ahead. Do you think you'll do something on Christmas? Because not only do you have the Packers, but you have the Bucks too. No. Are you going to spread holiday cheer to everyone? 
No. Smart move. Smart move. No. I, I mean, no. Okay. Will you be okay with that? I'm totally fine with that. How about you host a show on Christmas by yourself? No, I can't. Under the Bart Winkler banner. You'd have that week off. It would have, you know. Or did you always work the week of Christmas? I always took off Christmas to New Year's. Okay. Uh, Pam, the perpetual painter, says, Tim, you have the biggest steering wheel that he's ever seen, she's ever seen. And why do you have your seatbelt on even though you haven't moved in an hour? I, <laughs> because. It's a, All right, part. folks, thanks for joining us. I love you all more than you know. Go pack, go. You going to get a ride? No, there nothing's come through. Why? You still, you're still live. No, I'm not. It says live. Oh. No, that's just for pretend. Okay, cool. Then I can actually start driving. Yeah. I don't want people to like flip out on me. Like, what is he doing? Yeah. That'd be crazy. <laughs> we are still live, though. <laughs> uh, um. All right. All right. Bye. Are you live or no? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Then never mind. Then I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye, everyone. You asshole. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.